0: WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... Once again, I'm here with Mary Vermillion. Hi, Neil. Hi, Mary. How are you doing today? Oh, really
1: good. What, do you, what are you bringing me today from the podcast?
0: Yeah, I've got the third episode ready to go, and it's it's a killer. I is it chock full
1: of wonder? and? Oh, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. I get to talk with Liz Andre, who oh, yeah. is the branch manager for the South Watcom Library in yes. Southern Valley.
1: One of our newest... Managers, she is right? one of our newest yeah. managers. Yeah.
0: And the interesting thing is I recorded this in March. Uh, I recorded her interview in March. Yep. And she had been working with us for five months. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she started, she came over in November during the pandemic when um the libraries were closed right so
1: right yeah totally another time another another world. another yeah.
0: world and, yeah. and what an experience for a librarian she came across from new york mm-hmm. yeah. so originally from england yeah which you might you be will, able to tell
1: you will hear that in the interview <laughs> yes
0: but so so she had been working here for five months and we had never even met before <laughs> oh wow And so it was really nice to... Maybe
1: you'd seen each other on Zoom, but that is just not the same.
0: No, it isn't. Yeah. So it was really great. It was one of my first interviews Mm -hmm. making the rounds of... Excellent
1: choice, because I bet a lot of people don't know about the South Whatcom Library, which is in Sudden Valley.
0: That's right. Yeah. So the Sudden Valley folks know about it. Absolutely. But it's open to everybody. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. hopefully during summer reading... When people are, are looking around for things to do, yep, um, we're recommending visiting every library, and that's certainly one of them. It's
1: the best and easiest summer vacation plan ever. You just go to all 10 of our branches plus the Bookmobile. That's right. You know, visit the Bookmobile stops, and that's a grand adventure especially for folks who love to read and love libraries it's great great adventure and i will say about the south whatcom library that it's sweet right it's tucked back in there in like a little garden spot you have to kind of work your way through sudden valley to find it but it's worth the journey
0: well with with uh you know google maps or or whatever gps you're using you can you know they'll they'll get you there oh yeah
1: and there's signs you know leading you there it's not impossible to find but it's definitely yeah. um it's it's cute and then just tucked down there in the um, close to the old barn. People may remember that. That's so. right. And mm-hmm.
0: trees, you know, the, the huge trees surrounding the place. Yeah. And the day that I went and visited, it had been pouring down rain. Uh-huh. So it was kind of miserable outside. But then you step inside the library and it's homey.
1: Yeah. Warm and welcoming. They have a lot of windows. Though. That's the fun thing about visiting all the libraries. They all have something very different.
0: They do, you know, yeah. It's worth going to every single, and the staff there, the staff at all of our libraries Mm
1: -hmm. are just
0: kind of amazing people. And, you know, they work for a library because they want to be friendly and helpful to people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, what else you got
0: coming up? We have a great interview with the president of the Friends of the Everson Library, Emily Fulner.
1: Oh, she's fantastic. She's been... Shout out to Emily and to all the volunteers who are working on the Friends Online Bookstore. But um, Emily has really done some incredible work getting this project off oh. the ground. I'm so glad you talked to her. Yeah, yeah. she's
0: she's great. And, and I actually met her where... Um all the books are being stored and processed for the, the new online bookstore. Yeah, behind the scenes tour. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and she never stopped working yeah. while we were in it, while we were I, talking.
1: I believe it. She yeah. kept
0: going, and I've seen her, we've been with her on Zoom conferences too, mm-hmm. where she's she just plows through and never stops. Yeah, And that's what it takes to-
1: Yes, to, we are so appreciative of the friends, volunteers, and um, and you're gonna learn about this, Clearly, in the in this issue, this edition of the podcast, but yeah, there's a a group of uh, friends groups who have come together to get this concept of an online bookstore off the ground. Another kind
0: of innovation brought about by COVID. It's an amazing story, and it's a great bookstore. I mean, oh yeah, it's just a a, a fun experience to get online, like you're going to Amazon Books, but you you're going to a local. Yes. Place you're buying used books, which are interesting. Mm-hmm. We talk a little about about the
1: mm, the value
0: of used books, yeah. and, and used bookstores. And you're doing you're doing a service for the library. Yeah. You're helping out the friends of the library, which in turn helps the the libraries which in turn helps the library patrons.
1: Yeah. And the friends groups, um, yeah, they raise funds in a lot of different ways, but almost all the friends of the library groups do um, book sales. The money that the friends group raise goes to support library programs that are not funded by taxpayer dollars. So um, the friends of the library help out, you know, with many things like summer reading, um, other really important programs that um, encourage young people to read and keep us all reading um, throughout our lives. And then the, um, the Walken County Library Foundation also does a similar thing, but we are very grateful for our friends groups who um, also advocate for library services.
0: And if you want to get involved in the library, that's one of the best mm-hmm. things you could do is become a member of the Friends of your local library.
1: Yeah, and people can find out about that on our website or just go in and talk to the staff at your local branch and they'll be able to help you out too.
0: That's right. So, yeah. so a, a little hint here, a little prequel uh-huh. here, you can be listening to this and you can actually be browsing the bookstore at www.wcls.org slash friends yeah
1: that's fun yeah shop and listen and so those are the two that's those are the two features on this edition that, is right. that right that's yeah.
0: what that's what we're focusing on this week and we're finding our path here yeah you know if if you are listening at home and you and you're enjoying what you're hearing let us know.
1: Yeah, no, we'd love to hear from people. And then, and just know, like, so we're visiting South Whatcom this time, but I know you have visited or will be visiting all the branches. And so, um, you know, come along with us as we introduce you to the 10 branches in the Whatcom County Library System, as well as the Bookmobile. And then we do really invite you to to not only hear us go on about them, but uh, go out and see them yourselves this summer. It's a just a really great way to explore
0: the county. It really is. And take part in our summer reading program, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much going on with that summer reading program. And you can find out all about that on our website. And hey, maybe this is a good chance too, just to give a shout out. Summer Reading is a partnership with our friends at the Bellingham Public Library. And they just celebrated the grand reopening of the Central Library in downtown Bellingham. It just That's was right. remodeled. And so Um, congratulations to our friends at Bellingham Public Library.
0: It's nice to see things coming back to normal slowly. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I was was
0: thinking the other day that in, in a few years, we're going to look back on this, this period and it'll be nice to have these podcasts to listen to. Mm -hmm. Every, everything we talk about now kind of has that, that tinge of, of COVID, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't, we can't get away with having a, half hour conversation with someone without talking about the situations that we're in right now. But this isn't lasting forever. Nope,
1: it's not. Um, But of course, we're still being very mindful of where we are as a state um, and keeping our staff and uh, folks who visit us healthy. uh, And we're posting all those updates to our website, wcls.org forward slash info for any updates regarding, regarding that. But yeah, gosh it's an exciting time um a lot happening and we're we're really hopeful that people will come out and and see us at the library this summer and as an alternative listen to this podcast and hear what's going on out there thanks neil for you know continuing to to bring us the stories
0: all right well let's get on with the show then
1: get on with the show bring on the reading
0: Here I am at the South Whatcom Library with the branch manager, Liz Andre. Hi. Hi, how are you today?
2: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. We're enjoying a very rainy, quiet morning here at South Watcom.
0: Okay, and Liz, you have been here in South Whatcom for how long now?
2: Uh, just since November. Since so it's coming on five months, uh, and I can't tell if it feels really short or really long.
0: <laughs> Both. This is yeah. During, during this period of time, so... It's 2021, 20, mm-hmm. in case in case these get archived and someone finds this, you know, five years from now. We're, we're at the end of the uh, COVID pandemic.
2: But time's still doing weird things.
0: It really is. It has been strange. And honestly, Liz has been here for five months. This is the first time that, that we have met face to face.
2: Yeah, a couple times through Zoom, but... Yeah yeah not much chance for face-to-face interaction these days
0: why don't you uh show me around here
2: all right so if we're starting out uh in south whatcom library you're gonna come in and you're gonna first of all see uh mary who's uh she's one of our library workers here at south whatcom she's a friendly face and a very friendly voice
0: hi mary hi
2: uh and you will see a whole bunch of very attractive books. Uh, you're greeted with our Hot Picks collection as soon as you walk in the door. And these are kind of the latest and greatest uh, books that we think people want to read. And
0: It's quite a collection. How many, how many titles do you think you have right here?
2: Gosh, if I was to estimate, I would say maybe 50 to 60? 50 what do you think?
0: That's what I would think, at least 50.
2: Yeah, and, and this collection is continually rotating as well, so there's always new things to see.
0: Okay, so that's the these are, these are just the best of the best that you think are going to be popular.
2: Exactly. And I tell you what, uh, Mary and I uh, have been reading one book from this collection every month to try and get to know it. And it's really, you know, these attractive covers pull you in and they get you reading books maybe you wouldn't normally. So it's been pretty exciting.
0: What's your favorite right now? What are you, what are you currently Reading?
2: Well, I just finished reading this one here, the Tubman Command. So it's all about Harriet Tubman when she served as a spy uh, for the Union Army. Oh. And as someone who grew up in England, I never really got a chance to study her. Yeah. So this was, you know, in part an effort to flesh out my knowledge of US history. And You know, mostly just she seems like a really cool lady. Yeah. And she was. (laughs) Yes.
0: And this is a novel.
2: Yes, yes. yeah. So this is uh it's historical fiction. But I was using it as a introduction to the you know, to that period. Yeah.
0: That sounds very interesting.
2: Yeah, and uh right next to it actually we've got Washington Black, which was our Whatcom Reads for last year. Yes. We finally have some of those on the shelf now that that's ended.
0: <laughs> it was pretty popular.
2: Yes. Oh, you should have seen the holds list. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. Well, and then behind the hot picks, we have South Whatcom's uh, music CDs, magazines, our audio books, and our playaways.
0: Tell me about playaways, because the audience might know might not know what a playaway is.
2: Yeah. So playaways are uh, preloaded devices, so they have your, your book loaded up, and all you do is you press uh, one button to play it and so this kind of it eliminates the need for a CD player or for you to download uh, an audiobook to your phone. So they're, they're pretty cool. We have them for uh, adult books, adult nonfiction, uh, and we also have them for uh, some of our kids books as well.
0: Okay so it's kind of like an uh, 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 iPod but just for one book, right? Specifically yep. for one book,
2: specifically for one book. So you would check it out from us. Uh, hopefully enjoy the wonderful book it's loaded with, and then, uh, just bring it right on back.
0: Yeah. That's, that's just seems very simple. Are they popular?
2: Uh, they're not as popular as the audio books uh, on, on CD. I think people are used to kind of plugging in and listening in that car or while they're cooking in the kitchen. Uh, Uh, And I I wonder if people just, you know, they come across the playaways and they're they're not too sure what they are.
0: They're unfamiliar with them. Yeah. Well, maybe we can we can do a little uh, on this podcast. We can do a little promoting of of playaways. Um, If you have a chance to try one out, you should try one out. There's no harm. Doesn't cost anything.
2: Exactly. It's free. And you're totally right that in normal times, this area we're standing in now would be perfect to hang out and relax. You know, we'd have some comfortable seating for while you're leafing through magazines or reading the newspaper. So we're, you know, we're really excited to bring that aspect of libraries back when, yeah. we're, when we're able to do so.
0: I hope that happens soon.
2: Yes. Sooner rather than later.
0: All right. What else do you got in this, in this library?
2: Well, we have got... Just over this other side of the room, we have our new books, uh, fiction, our non-fiction. Uh, and then we have our DVD and video game collection right next to that.
0: So in terms of libraries, now I went to Linden yesterday. Linden is the largest library. Where do you stand in the size of libraries in Whatcom County?
2: Uh, we are on the smaller end of the scale. Not quite the smallest. You know, people come in here and they they look at uh, this entry room that we're standing in now and they think that that's our whole collection and sometimes we have to lead them you know towards our non-fiction room and then we have a big room with all our kids books and teen and tween and all kind all kinds of good stuff
0: we'll lead on let's see
2: yeah all right so as we walk through the library we're going to Hang a left past our uh, public computer stations, and head towards that non-fiction area.
0: Okay, so it's a little hallway here. It is not necessarily obvious from the front door.
2: No, exactly. It is kind of it's kind of yeah. hidden, a little tucked away. But here we have uh, the non-fiction: a whole host of uh, cookbooks and how-to's and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, we have our large print collection, and we also have our adult biographies just tucked in the corner there.
0: Oh, that's nice. And then I can see some history books in the back. Yeah. Over there. So it's a nice space. It's almost almost as big as the main space there.
2: Yes. This building is very deceiving. I yeah. think from the outside it looks tiny. It but does. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's more to it. When I, when I was uh, uh, growing up in South End of Seattle we had a very small library that was probably about this size, although this might be bigger. It, se- it seemed like it was this size when we first walked in, but now that I see this and I look down the other end of the hall and there's the children's section, mm-hmm. I think this is bigger than the library I grew up with. Okay, Which was uh, in a place called uh, Boulevard Park.
2: Well, I have a story about the uh, about my home library growing up. Oh, tell me. So I grew up uh, in Shrewsbury, which is a, a town in Shropshire in England, and it's the birthplace of Charles Darwin. Ah. So our town library was Charles Darwin's old school. So it's this big kind of Gothic building, and you you go in, you know, and now it has some some uh, open and modern aspects for the library. But if you go upstairs to the stacks, you can see all these old school desks and graffiti that the schoolboys had carved in during their time there. So it feels like you're really stepping back in time.
0: Does it have, does it have like um, anything that Darwin carved into one of the desks? (laughs) Charlie. Charlie, Yeah, Charlie was here. Charlie was here, (laughs) Yes. So we haven't seen the children's area yet.
2: Yeah, let's head that way.
0: We're doing a great job here. We are walking with handheld mics and a long cable to keep social distance. <laughs> and I have not tripped on the cable once. Not yet. Not yet, but the day is early.
2: All right, so we walk into the children's area and you're greeted by these bright yellow walls and wow. a bunch of art on the, on the walls as well. Uh, to our left, we have the juvenile nonfiction as well as the kids' graphic novels. And here are those uh, playaways and kids' audiobooks wow. I was telling you about.
0: More playaways. Yes. How popular are the graphic novels?
2: Very popular, yeah. So it's graphic novels and, you know, more traditional comic books. And mm-hmm. the kids, you know, they, they really gravitate towards, towards this area.
0: Do you get, get a lot of kids here?
2: Yes. Yes. We get a lot of young families uh, that kids come in and uh, in normal times they would come and they would play with all the library toys and they would enjoy story times. And, you know, now uh, as you'll notice, there's a lot of open space around here to encourage social distancing. Uh, And we're doing our story times online for now. It's a different kind of library these days.
0: Also, the, the Sasquatch footprint that says social distance like Sasquatch, stand six feet apart.
2: Yes, like six Sasquatch feet six apart. Sasquatch. So <laughs> That's like
0: 12 feet.
2: Yeah, it's even more. But it's still, you know, it's still bright and cheerful in here. And uh, it's been great uh, being able to open our doors again and see the kids come in. And they just love going through and choosing their own picture books. It's
0: very friendly, very bright. This The yellow wall just... just Helps to make you feel happy and alive and awake.
2: Good, yeah, I'm glad. That's definitely the intention. And our uh, kids' picture books and movies that uh, lead us into our tween area. So here we have our easy readers through into our uh, juvenile fiction. And I tell you what, these this collection always has some of the, the best book covers I've seen. They're really? so inviting and you know it makes me wish that I had a niece or a nephew or someone <laughs> I could share these stories with. Well, we moved from our tween area into our teen area. Uh, and here uh, we have another graphic novel collection, also popular, we've got our tween picks like our adult hot picks back at the front mm-hmm. um and around the corner we have got a couple audiobooks playaways nonfiction. you know the focus of the teen collection is probably a lot more on the fiction itself
0: yeah
2: and i i still read uh, i still read a lot of ya books so I'll, I'll come and browse this area sometimes
0: i i hear that from a lot of librarians that yeah. they read a lot of of young adult fiction they're just
2: they're just so good they're so you know compelling and inviting and uh quite often if i just want to steam through a book in a weekend i'll I'll be heading to the teen area
0: right that's the that's one of the advantages of, of of teen books is that they they move quickly yes because because teens don't have all the patience in the world
2: which is understandable and you know through this pandemic i felt my uh the time and commitment I can give to reading has lessened. So, you know, especially through 2020, I read a lot of teen fiction and it was, it was a great escape.
0: Yeah. That's great. And I see you have, you have Mad Magazine over here. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You got to have Mad Magazine.
0: I have to tell you that when I was very young, like four and five and learning to read, my mom let me read Mad Magazine. She did? Yes. Because I was reading
2: yeah I mean it yeah it's reading but from what I've heard now granted this is an American magazine but my impression of it is that it's quite rude
0: it is it is rude it (laughs) is um you know 11 year old 12 year old humor okay okay so vulgar but not not over the top
2: yeah well that sounds pretty good
0: at least it used to be when I was growing up
2: it's probably not changed too much since then
0: probably not And you have, you have Watt Comics and the Forest of Words here.
2: Yes, yeah. So uh, in case you haven't heard, Watt Comics and Forest of Words, they're both uh, local collaborations. So library uh, teenage patrons, they can submit uh, either drawings for Watt Comics or poetry for Forest of Words. Uh, and then the best entries every year will get published. So then these same patrons can come and they can check out uh, a book of their own comics which i think is pretty cool
0: that's that is really cool so and and that's something that you can find out on our website of course at wcls.org um, exactly they alternate so we just finished uh, forest of words season and we'll be going into the Watt comic season soon
2: yeah i'm so eager to see all these wonderful submissions
0: well, this is a lovely library and and so much bigger than you would think.
2: Yes. Well, and we're not even done yet. Oh, boy, you know, there's next, more. Next to the teen area, we have our adult fiction.
0: Ah. So we
2: have uh, adult graphic novels through into all our adult fiction, including uh, mysteries. We've got Christian romance, uh, sci-fi, fantasy, westerns. You know, this is where you want to go if you want to be uh, searching for your favorite author.
0: Mm, okay. And and. What's really popular here in Sudden Valley?
2: Hmm. You know, mysteries. Mysteries. Yep. The mysteries, they fly off the shelf.
0: Okay. All right. And there's, you've got shelves and shelves of mysteries. Yep. Yep. If you love
2: a mystery, come on down to South Whatcom.
0: All right. Okay. Well, that's, this has been a great, is this the end of the tour or do you have anything else hidden here?
2: Well, I think that's the end for now. Okay. Yeah. If you were to come back after all this is over, we'd have a lot more uh, comfortable furniture and, yeah. uh, you know, we I, wouldn't have to stand so far apart.
0: I will come back. Were you here before before the pandemic?
2: No. So I moved here mid-pandemic. Uh And uh, what's been nice about opening our doors now this spring, though, is that uh, the names I've gotten to know through our our curbside services, where we've been making our books and movies available outside uh, during our closure, you know, these patrons who would come every week and pick up their books, a lot of them are now coming into the building and we're able to put a face to the name and introduce ourselves. And it's, it's been such a positive experience.
0: Well, that's good. And you still offer curbside service, right?
2: That is right. Yes. Uh, and some people, you know, uh, it, it could be concerns about coming into the space right now, or it could just be that they're in a rush. But that's people true. people are really enjoying the curbside service. So that's something that we're, we're committed to keeping open. Uh, you know, it uh, even when people are vaccinated, we're hoping to keep going with it.
0: Here we are. I'm here with Emily Fulner. And Emily, you are the president of the Friends of the Everson Library. That that is correct. Oh, good, good. I got it right. I'm in the right place too. And we're not actually at the library. (laughs) Nope. Where are we?
3: We are in the Everson book sale room, which is across the street and behind People's Bank.
0: Behind People's Bank. And we're in this kind of concrete bomb shelter looking room (laughs) I gotta say it's probably very safe here if if the zombie apocalypse comes
3: yeah I would say so we'll
0: be fine (laughs) and we're we're surrounded by books I can't believe how many but do you have an idea how many books we're looking at here
3: uh probably around (laughs) (laughs) 10,000
0: my gosh 10,000 books that are that are you that are donated, the, right? These
3: are all donations. These are
0: all donated and ready for. Well, not ready yet, but getting prepared to be sold. Yes. And the reason we're here is because Emily is kind of the the point person for the new uh, uh, friends of the library books online online, <laughs> online bookstore. I yep. forgot the most important part of it. It's an online bookstore. So so tell us how this came about, Emily.
3: Um, well a couple years ago we had talked about it at a library all staff meeting. You know, we had kind of just threw out the idea of maybe doing something like this and groups that were interested kind of signed their email addresses to keep in contact.
0: So like the the other friends of the libraries yeah. around the county, yeah. around our System, yeah, okay. Yep,
3: and then and then COVID hit, and we all of us had to shut down.
0: So no more in in library bookstores. No, book no more in
3: library bookstores. No more public sales. Oh yeah, where you open up a room or put out all your inventory in the library. And, and
0: and how important are book sales to the friends of the libraries?
3: It's our bread and butter. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> That's how we raise funds for projects. So it's,
0: it's basically the thing that you do. Yeah, it is our thing. Online is 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 used book sales. Correct. And when COVID hit, it's like nope, you're not going to do that anymore.
3: Right. The libraries were closed. So we couldn't do our didn't couldn't have our in branch sales. And then um, it wasn't safe for us to have it for no um, open sales. Like ours, we we usually just open up the room when we have our book sales, but we can't do that safely. Right.
0: And so that was about a year ago. Yeah. A little more than a year ago. Yep. And so, but a year before that, you had already been talking, or a year or more before that.
3: About a a, a year.
0: A year before that, you had been talking about how could could an online bookstore work.
3: Right. Um, And we just threw out a couple ideas, um, but it didn't, go anywhere. And then with COVID, we got an email this summer saying, hey, we're thinking about doing this online book sale and want to see how it can work. And so those that were interested went to the Zoom meetings Mm -hmm. and and it just took off from there.
0: And that was, so was that from Marv the the, um...
3: Uh, I think I think he was the drive behind it. I, I don't know on that part. Okay. Um
0: it was it was Marv Waschke and his his grandson Christopher yeah. who's just a young go-get 'em kind of guy yep. who just with a with a real sense of, of how technology works and how the online world works. Yep. And and Marv of course is an old school Programmer from way back in the day. So so they brought that to the to the friends groups
3: Yeah, they they had a, a plan of how to, to get it going Okay for the online portion
0: that meant that you then got to um, Start organizing books and getting them ready to sell and what's that like? So um, for
3: me, it's just going through and selecting right now the best quality um books that we have.
0: Because we don't have 10,000 books in the online library. No, we do not.
3: <laughs> Mostly because we're still, even though this is a big space, we are still limited in space.
0: So there's more than one friends group involved in this, right? That's
3: correct. And there are more that are interested in joining.
0: And so we're in this in this room that's...
3: It's, it's at least um, 1,400 square feet.
0: 1,400 square feet.
3: Around there.
0: Okay. And, it, and it's a dingy old kind of not a beautiful building
3: very it's, 70s
0: <laughs> very 70s yes we're looking at a a carpet that's oh how would you even describe that and we're going to have to talk over the the fan that the the gas blower from the ceiling that's going uh we might actually move over here a little just to okay. anyway it's a small it's a small space, it's got thousands of books in it, and, and now all of a sudden you are kind of managing the coordination of, of other friends groups' books that are being brought here.
3: They're online stuff, yes.
0: So for the online bookstore, you're receiving books from I.C. Blaine, I see Everson, Ferndale, and Linden right now yes with more uh friends groups interested interested and and it seems to be it seems to be a a success online so far so far yeah I've bought books from it
3: yes you have more than
0: once (laughs) yes you have (laughs) some really good books too so and the yeah the books that you're putting out there are, are quality and and you're 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 being deliberate about picking books that you think will sell, is that right?
3: For right now, we're still trying to get an idea of what the demand is. Right. I mean, we don't know. Um, most friends groups know what sells well locally, like within their branch. In the,
0: in the branch, okay. But
3: because this is countywide, it opens up the possibilities. Right. And you, so we don't know really what's gonna sell.
0: And this isn't just for library patrons. It's anyone can get on the the website. Anyone
3: that's, yeah, but they have to pick up in Whatcom County. (laughs)
0: They do have to pick up. That's right. You can order it from Florida, but you got to drive up here to get the books. We're not, (laughs) we're not, we're not mailing them to you. I guess that should be, that should be an important part of this conversation. Correct. So, so I get online, I go to, to wcls.org slash friends bookstore. No. Friends books. <laughs> friends books. I'm the guy who does the website. <laughs> if it isn't friends books now, it will be in, after this interview. <laughs> okay. Friends books. And it's just like a, like Amazon. The same kind of a look. And I can search for books. Yep. And then I can pay through credit card yep. or PayPal. That's how I've done it. <laughs> so, you know, haven't you been on that side yet?
3: Uh, I'm on the back side.
0: You are. You are on the back side. You are doing.
3: So the entry, uh, checking to make sure that the sold books aren't still on the page. Right. And.
0: Oh yeah. That type of stuff. So, so you're just cleaning up. You know, like you would physically in a books in a yeah. book sale in a library. Yep. It's it's no different. Only they're not as heavy. Right okay anyway so i so yeah i order some books i have an opportunity to put a tip in if i want to just make a little donation yep and then i get to say which branch of the watcom county library system i want to pick the books up at
3: that are participating right now
0: of the participating branches i let me say that again i get to say I, i get to select which of the participating branches I I will opt to pick my books up at. Then you guys get that information. Correct. You do your magic, pull the books, put them in bags, separate them, put names on them, ship them off to the participating branches. Mm-hmm. I get a notice, I get an email or a text, which is really handy for me. Then I get to call, make an appointment at the library to pick up my books. Yep. It works just simply. And it's and so we've been doing this for how long now?
3: Uh, we started our pilot project in November and closed it in December
0: of 2020.
3: Of 2020, yeah. and then we just opened up again fully. It was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah,
0: the beginning of March.
3: Here, yeah. uh, the beginning of March.
0: Time flies. And and is it is it exciting? I mean, you're doing something you've never done before.
3: I yeah, I find it exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, and you're not the only one who's sitting here, you know, I'm, I'm seeing you have this process here where you're taking pictures of the covers, you're throwing them in the proper bookshelves, but that's not, you're not the only one doing this.
3: No, I'm not. I have, um, I have friends for Everson that does this and then the other, um, friends groups do their own.
0: Okay, so, so everybody takes care of their own inventory. Yep. That makes sense. It, it sounds like we are making sales. Things are getting purchased. So you're making some money, yes. hoping that it pays for itself and more. Yes. So that's exciting. So if you're looking for books, and you know, I love a good used book. There's nothing better than finding, you know, not, not only is it a bargain because it's cheap, but it's something that you wouldn't have seen. This is what I like about used books. It's like if you go to a new bookstore, you know what you're going to see. Yep. But here it's it's a mystery. You could find some strange treasure that you'd never heard of before.
3: Yeah. And I like used books because a lot of t- authors that I like are older like writers from the 40s and 50s. Oh yeah. And unless, like who?
0: Like who for example?
3: Uh I mean, Agatha Christie's really popular. Yeah, there you go. But there's other mystery writers like Dorothy Sayers that I just can't find unless I'm looking at used bookstores.
0: So all the mystery books are are set aside for you probably, <laughs> right? You're not you're not letting any I've, of them out.
3: I've got my own collection at home. <laughs> okay. I I think that's just about done. I think I've moved on to fantasy now. So oh, all right. Yeah, I'm looking
0: on those. So you got to get in there and get those books before Emily finds them now. <laughs> yep. Thank you Emily for talking with me. This has been a pleasure and and I I just know that the online bookstore, you know, something that came out of a crisis. Yep. Is gonna end up being something that that really what I didn't ask was what what's this money going to?
3: The money is divvied between the different friends groups that participate, and mm-hmm. it's to help fund whatever projects they have going. So, like for right now, everson has got the renovations going.
0: Oh, and so, so this money is helping with the renovations.
3: It can, or 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 projects that come about after the oh. renovations. Okay, you know, art or cultural or whatever it's
0: the kind of things that don't fit into the regular library budget correct yeah okay well that's great well it's a it's a great cause i'm happy to to support it every so often i'll be up there adding yeah, some more is books
3: added it all the time so, so check it's it what often. my kids get for
0: their birthdays is used books <laughs> yep, i have I've, to say i do that too <laughs> all right good talking to you emily
3: yep nice talking to you
0: I hope you've enjoyed this episode of WCLS in Whatcom County Presents Library Stories. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends. They can find us on most podcast platforms or on wcls.org podcast, where you will find past episodes as well. And I'd like to thank our guests today, Emily Fulner from the Friends of the Everson Library and Liz Andre from the South Whatcom Library. And of course, my co-host and boss, Mary Vermillion. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System.